0: hello guys welcome to the barbershop group podcast uh today's monday memorial day monday uh may 31st so happy memorial day to all of those uh who are celebrating it you know um today guys we are talking about questions to ask your partner mm, mm, mm. i know a lot of you guys do not want to do it but you know curiosity is crucial to marriage it's crucial to long-term relationships partner relationships and it's a big big deal okay look remaining interested in your partner and wanting to learn more about them and the way that they view the world is a huge factor in the happiness of your relationship i think we all will agree right but that inquisitiveness about how they view you i mean whether you succeed where you fail where your hidden strengths are as a father um you as a partner as a friend Or as a family member all of these things uh, are equally important right so it's not easy to ask this particular set of questions uh, but it's a worthwhile exercise to do it now i get it a lot of people think that they're just going to get rave reviews when they ask their partner about them but i mean come on guys you got to know better than that like you may fear their honesty but you know that you're not doing everything as well as you could or in a way that they approve of or that makes them happy. We all have some type of iron that needs to be sharpened. Okay. But instead of doing that, we don't ask them questions about us at all. We just keep doing what it is that we're doing and hope that that's good enough or that things will get better. But I mean, obviously, we know that that's rarely the case, right? You can't keep doing the same thing over and over that's not really working just because you don't want to hear what your partner has to say. So, now, I don't know about you, but if you wanted to improve at work, you'd have to ask your boss a couple questions about your performance, right? If you wanted to get a better grade at the university, you'd have to ask the professor what you could do To increase that grade level. So when you think about it that way, it makes absolutely no sense not to ask your partner some questions about how they see you or about areas that you can improve upon. Right. So now when we're talking about spouses and partners, right. um, Getting feedback from them lets you improve. And I mean, you have to do that. You have to get feedback from them because you don't know everything. Right. And what if you've got kids? You certainly don't know everything about your kids that you have with this person. So you probably want to get used to asking some questions. And there are a few that are really, really critical. One of the first to ask your partner is this. What do you see as motivating me? Right. It's a good starter question. It's a really good starter question because it's a fairly neutral question. And unless you're driven by revenge or by greed, the answer is probably going to be positive. We hope so. Right. Um, So that's an easy one to start out with. The second one that you can ask is, can you tell from my behavior how important you are to me? Can you tell from my behavior how important you are to me, how much you mean to me? You know, couples get into a groove, but that can also be a rut. So the brain doesn't process familiarity. It only processes novelty. You see, so the brain says you're important to me and I need to show you that when the brain says you're important to me and I need to show you that it starts a new type of dialogue. It gets us all out of that rut. The third question that you can ask is this one. How do you think I handle challenges or what challenges do you think I face successfully? Now, it's really common to downplay successes, all right? Unless you're extremely narcissistic, and we don't want to get into all of that right now, but really for the most part, it's common for a lot of us to downplay our successes. And this is another way to learn what resonated, okay, and remind yourself to do more of the thing that you were successful at. Another question related to it might be, how do I handle parenting mishaps? You could ask, uh, if you've got children with this individual, ask them that. How do I handle parenting mishaps? How well do I handle them, right? Ultimately, you're asking about your ability to adapt. Uh, That's a good thing to know. And it's something to work on, right? All of life is kind of like in transition, evolution, evolving, right? And we're coping. So that's a good set of questions to ask. Now, here's one. And we got to be careful about this one, guys, because it it can just get weird. But I don't want to scare you with all of that. Just do this. Ask this question. Ask your spouse, what do you like about this couple or that couple's relationship, right? Just just pick somebody who, you know, your spouse knows and they're in a relationship and ask them, hey, honey, what do you like about so-and-so's relationship? Direct questions are good, but sometimes indirect ones are less threatening and they can uncover more. You will hear what your partner deems important. Right. You will hear what they wish for. You will hear what they're happy with. And thankfully, you know, it doesn't exist at home. So you kind of like, hear some good things and some not so good things, and you can kind of weigh those. The answer might be imperfect, but people aren't thinking as much, so you get more of an honest answer, you see. And number five is, how do you think I've changed as a person in our relationship, right? That's a really, really important question for people who have been in long-term relationships, right? It's not a leading question, but it it opens things up to both the positive, like you're more patient or you're more expressive. And it also opens things up to the negative, like you're less of those things and I want to know what happened or how can we get back to that? It might also elicit something else, such as. You used to be so into basketball, and I can see that that's missing now. or you used to play basketball or you used to go work out, whatever that is, something that you used to do right again, that question is how do you think I've changed as a person in this relationship and I mean it might include spiritual things, it might include. Uh, social things. Maybe you were more outgoing in the beginning and now you're not so outgoing and that's something that they want you to do more of either together with them or on your own so that you're cultivating new and different types of relationships, right? Now all questions aren't as serious but it can lead into other types of discussions. Uh, People like talking about food so the sixth question could be something like What do you like about our pizza Sundays or Taco Tuesdays or whatever the case may be? Right. A lot of times we don't think about how the other person is impacted by something that we routinely do that. We routinely do. okay. A lot of times we start thinking that our thing is the best thing. It might well be the best thing, but it, it could also you know need updating since life shifts regularly right so you're asking this type of question to make sure but the added beauty is that it solicits your partner's opinion another thing that gets shed over time right a lot of people who've been in longer term relationships begin to devalue their partner's opinion and so asking about taco tuesday or you know, pizza Sundays or going to the same restaurant or whatever may show you that, you know what, you just been dragging this horse and maybe you need to change. Stop doing that. Right. Number seven. Do you feel that I support and respect you even when we disagree? And this could be one or two questions. It again, it could be, do you feel that I support and respect you? And it could be, do you feel that I support and respect you when we disagree? Okay. there's nothing wrong with arguing. Right. Conflict in relationships isn't bad. All right. Really, it's not bad. You don't marry yourself. And I remember Dr. Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, saying that when you put two chemicals together, you're going to have a reaction. And in this case, the two chemicals are people. Right. So there's bound to be some type of reaction, you know, Um, but. There are two ways of tussling, you know, one is to win and the other one is to learn. So guess one will benefit us in a relationship. I know it's a lot of guys out there who just are dying to be right. But a lot of times when you are dying to be right in your relationships, man, your relationship won't work out. You'll find yourself in the wrong relationship if you're struggling to be right all the time and you might end up by yourself. You see? You want to hear that when you two argue, it's respectful and about the opinion, not the person. Don't ever make it about the person. Okay, so keep that in mind. Now, if you see your partner as an opponent, your partner is the problem and the subtext, the subtext right, in that is, I can't love you unless you admit that I'm right. Man, that's one of the worst things that you can do for your relationship, honestly. Now, number eight, here's a question to put some thought into. Do you think the kids know that discipline is not to punish, but to help them be well and successful in the future? Now, you don't have to ask that exact question. But if you start thinking about how you handle the children, engaging with your partner about the children and hearing what it is that they have to say regarding your interaction with the children will help you develop as a parent. So that's really what that question is about. You're going to your partner and you're saying, hey, can you provide me with some feedback about how I engage with the children and about what I teach the children? And if the children are understanding the intent behind what I'm teaching. Big conversation, right? Number nine. Am I sharing enough of the load? And that's a big one for us guys out there that's just we got to be straight up guys i can tell you matter of factly every time i talk to a married woman or a woman who is cohabitating with the man more than not she is saying that the man is not sharing enough of the load whether it's raising the children running errands the budget shopping cleaning the house all of those things. Women are like, hey, I wish he would do a little more. And I get it. I know a lot of you guys are hearing this going well, but dude, I work 60 hours a week. I do this. I do that. Well, now for a lot of women out there, they're working just as much today. I'm just here to let you know that everybody's experiencing the struggle to create a work life balance. Okay, so men aren't doing it by themselves. This is a big deal for us. Now, without regularly checking in about who's doing what in terms of chores and general family maintenance, resentment can grow and it can grow easily. You can believe that you're doing 50-50, right? That you're splitting everything 50-50 with the house, the kids and all of that. But again, you know, needs change over time and what was once effective might not be effective anymore. So, the solution could be more tweaking than overhaul but it begins with asking the question and being straight to the point and being open to your partner being straight to the point so those are some questions that you can ask your partner guys if you really really want to get better as a human being get better as a husband a partner um in your relationship don't be afraid to ask those questions and be completely open put your guard down leave your ego check it at the door leave your ego at the door Ask your partner these questions because they will only help you get better. So until next time, guys, I hope that you all will be well. As I say, you know, love you more. Love your people more because things are happening out here and we'll talk to you soon.